going to do a lot of reading this morning. Very familiar scripture. The Bible said in Romans chapter 6, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in the newness of life. For if we are being planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. That the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with Him. It's what the scripture said. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead, no more dead hath more dominion over you. There's a lot of things going on in these verses there, the verses that we just read. But if I should leave a subject with us this morning, my subject would be, Taking on a new identity. Just bow your heads one minute. Father God, I thank you for this time, Lord. I come before your presence humble, Lord God. Knowing that, God, you are the one that empowered me, Lord God. You brought everyone here this morning, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, for everyone that is in this place this morning. Lord God, I ask you to speak to my heart, Lord God. Touch my mind today, Lord God. Let your words go forth with unction and with anointing, O God. So you can get the glory, Lord God. We pray and ask you, Lord God, to open the hearers' minds today, Lord God. That they will take each to your word, Lord God. And change their ways, O God. And continue to serve you with all their hearts and all their minds. We give you all the glory and we give you all the honor. And we say thanks for what you're about to do in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. 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 Just look to your neighbor and just say, it's good to see you this morning. Amen. Praise God. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Praise God. Hallelujah. The definition of identity, according to the scriptures this morning, amen, is the state of having a unique identity characteristic held by no other person but by you. My identity is not the same as Brother Barry's. My fingerprints are not going to be the same as Brother Tom's fingerprint. So, when, when you taking on a new identity, you have to know that you're only the only person that have your identity. No two persons' identity can be the same. Amen. Scriptures. When, when, when the Bible made Adam and Eve, he made Adam first. Yes. Eve came afterward, after God put Adam to sleep. Even though the, the rape came from Eve, or from Adam, they still didn't have the same identity. 
That's what the scripture said. So no two persons can have the same identity, if you please. The Bible tells us in John chapter 3, very familiar scripture, verses 1 through 8. It tells us that there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. It let us know that Nicodemus was a, a ruler of the Jews. The Bible said the same came to Jesus by night. And said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I said unto thee, Except a man be born of the born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very, very, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He said, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, he must be born again. He went on to say, the wind bloweth where it listed. And thou hear the sound there, but thou cannot tell whence it cometh, and whether it doeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. In the natural, the fetus, after the seed is planted, is in the fluid. I'm trying to take my time here. <laughs> and it, it, when, when the fetus is in the fluid, it gets its sustenance in the fluid, its nutrients, if you please, to sustain that fetus. And as that fetus grows, you know, it grows for some five months, some nine months, some seven months. But it keeps growing until it, it, it's ready to be on its own, so to speak, so to please, or so to speak. Sorry. Once once the fetus is of birth, then the the the, the, the fetus get to attach to its origin, which you know where it came from, which is mom. So the the, the fetus take on you know a little bit of mom's identity, so to speak. But then it, it, it developed in its stage and it, it, it deserves and have its own identity as it grows up. So if it has any siblings, then he, he will watch his little brothers if he have or little sister the way they go about doing their things. And as he develops, he try to be either like them, but he still have his own identity. So therefore, you know, what he has, you know, it's going to be origin. It's not something that he copied from something. Because remember, when you have something in you, it's God that give it to you. So when that fetus comes to birth and develop its own identity, it grows and be what he wants to be. Amen. Amen. The Bible said in uh, 2 Corinthians 2, 2 Corinthians 5, I'm sorry, verses 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. There are four ways in which we can identify in Christ 
changes our life. Number one, we no longer cease after the desire of the flesh. But instead, seek to bring God glory in all areas of our life. Do not love the world, neither the things of the world. And that's the Bible said in 1 John 2, 15, verses 15 through 17. The Bible said, love not the world, neither the things that are of the world. For all that is in the world is the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. It it, it goes on to say, if you love these things, the love of the Father is not in you. Why would you want to love the things of the world? Remember, the things of the world is for the world. The things of the, 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 the spirit is of the spirit. You can't be, you know, you're going to have to make it in your mind that's either God or the world. You can't serve two masters at the same time. So you're going to have to make up in your mind that for me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. So, which one do you choose to be or be a part of? The second thing is, we no longer fear the future. For all who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you did not receive slavery to fall back into the fear, but you have received the Spirit of an adoption, a son by whom we cry, Abba Father. And that's in Romans 8, verses 14 through 15, which is another translation that I have here. If we have peace with God, then we have nothing to fear on this earth. But only if you have peace in God. If you don't have no peace in God, you're going to fear everything in this world. But once you have peace in God, you don't have to fear nothing of this world. Number three, we have no need to judge or compare ourselves to others when we seek to please Christ alone. In whom our identity is hidden. My identity is hidden in me. So if I'm a trumpeter, even though my son plays trumpet, his identity is not going to be like mine. He's going to develop his own identity. So, you, you, you know, taking on a new identity means you're going to have to separate some things. You, you, you can't just live the way, the same old, same way you usually live or go the same way you always go. Number four... We should not be surprised when suffering come. But we can be confident in that we produce things of eternal value. Sufferings are going to come away. When my mom passed away approximately six years ago, it hurts when my mom passed away. And and oftentimes I think about it and it hurts me. But you know, the, the Bible says suffering comes. But when suffering comes, we can't do nothing about it. Because God is the one that give it, and God is the one that take it away. The Bible says we brought nothing in this world, so therefore we can't take nothing with us when we're going. Because why? Sufferings are going to come away. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. If children of God, then we should be heirs of God and follow heirs with Christ. Providing we suffer with Him in order we may also glorify in Him. 
And that's in Romans 8 verses 16 through 17. If our identity is in Christ, then we are guaranteed that one day we will identify with Him in suffering. Remember Jesus Christ, He died on the cross for all of us. He suffered for all of us. He didn't have to do it. But the Bible tells us that He loved us so much. That He died for us. So that we can have life. We can take on His identity. And this is why the Bible said we should let our light so shine before men. That they will see the good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Because once you take on that identity of Christ, then you're going to be like Christ. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So you, you want to make sure your identity is lined up with Christ. Amen. In St. John chapter 14, not a very familiar scripture, verses 1 through 10. It said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. He said that, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there he may be also. And whether I go, he know, and the way he know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know now where thou goest. And how can we find the way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He said, if he had known me, he should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, he should have known him and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father and it suffices us. Jesus said unto him, have I been so long time with you? And you still don't know me. Do you know Jesus? Amen. Do you know who Jesus is? Amen. Have you accepted Jesus in your life as your personal Savior? Amen. Did you follow what the scripture said by you? Repent of your sin. Get baptized in Jesus' name. And receive in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Have you been changed by Christ? Where do you find yourself seeking identity outside of Christ? Do you find yourself holding tightly to something? When your name is changed by God, it means a lot, my friend. My brothers and sisters, when your name or when your names are changed by Christ, it means a whole lot. We should have the desire to pray every day. The Bible says we should pray without ceasing. Praying according to God's will will bring blessing. That's only if you pray according to God's will. When you identify with Christ, God gives you a new identity. Instead of sinning, you are Christian. Instead of loss, you are found. Instead of enemy, you are called friends. 
Instead of unrighteousness, you're called righteous. Instead of sick, you're called ill. Instead of poor, you're called rich. Oh my God. The Bible let us to know in 1 Peter 2 verses 9 to 10. It said, we are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A peculiar people. That you should show forth the praises of him. What call you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Which in time past were not a people but are now the people of God. Which had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy. When you are identified with Christ you will never be the same. The things that you used to do, you do no more. The places you used to go, you go no more. The friends you used to keep, you keep them no more. Because why? You are a new creature. You've been changed. You've been transformed. You've been renewed. You're walking with the Lord. You're serving God. You give your all to God. So when you have that true identity with God, you're going to be tempted in all ways, shape and form. Things are going to come right up to your nose. And if you're not standing firm with God, you're going to be tempted. The Bible said in the last days, perilous times shall come. Men will be lovers of their own. Blasphemer. Biters. You know, we're living in the last days right now. So, except the Bible said, except we repent, we shall all likewise perish. The Bible let us to know in Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God, the gift of God is eternal life. The only way you can get that true identity. The only way you can get the gift of God is by knowing Jesus Christ for your own personal self. It's not going to be easy, my friend. It's not going to be easy. But when you serve God... Do the best you can and live the life that God is asking. The Bible said to all, much is given, much is required. We brought nothing in this world. We don't have a lot. But the little that we have, we can be a blessing to someone else. Amen. So never think yourself more highly than that you ought to think. As the Bible said. But we should think soberly. We should think righteously. We should have that love of God in our heart. Because God loves us so much. And he, when He loves us, He impacts His love in us. So once we have that love from God, then we have to be able to extend it to others. I don't know, Brother Manny, but I can extend my love to Him. Why? Because, why? He's a brother that I've never known from God knows where. But the first time I see Him, I can see Him and just fall in love with Him just like that. Because why? The love of God is in your heart. And once that love of God is in your heart, you should be able to see your brother and able to reach out that love to your brother. Now, if you see your brother and walk away, how can you say you love God and hate the brother that you see in here? Remember the Bible said, you know, no man can serve two masters at the same time. So if you are a child of God, if you sold out for Christ, it's not a whole lot you have to do. It's just live the life that God wants you to live. Amen. The Bible said in the Proverbs, there's a way that seems it's right unto a man. 
But the end thereof is the way of death. You got to make up in your mind that for me, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's not going to be easy, my friend, but we can make it. We have our own identity. We can make it. Don't rough the road, get. Don't steep the hill is some time to climb. If we trust God, if we acknowledge God, if we give our life to God, just let God take control of our life. Then the Bible said, He will lead us. That where He lead us, you know, the Bible say, He will guide us through, you know, as the Bible said in Romans, in, in, in Psalms 23, that surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. So if you dwell and give your life to God, wherever you go, wherever you walk, Whatever you're doing, once you acknowledge Christ in your life, then surely goodness and mercy, they will follow you. Not just one day, but all the days of your life. So, I'm admonishing us here this afternoon, or this morning, to serve God with all your heart. Serve God with all your minds. Give your life to God before time changes. The Bible said, He that believeth not is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Have your own identity. Your identity is something that someone, no one can take away from you. When my son goes to school, or my sons go to school, the education that they achieve, and I just want to say congratulations to my wife, it was a rough road for her. But she did endure. And I had the privilege of being at her graduation yesterday. And you know, it, it, it's something that when you put your mind to do something, you take on that identity that you can do what you want to do. But with God in the vessel, what seems impossible to man is possible with God. So when you trust God in everything that you do, you have to acknowledge God. You have to put your trust in God. Because why? God will see you through. Because why? He said it's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But once you trust in God, in everything that you need in life, God will make a way. God will open up that door for you so that you also can be an example. You can also be the one that can lead someone. Or you can be one that can encourage someone and say, yes, you can do it. Yes, you can do it. Yes, just keep working harder. You know, it was rough some of the nights when my wife was studying and I need my wife's attention. She was so busy caught up with her work. But why? I still have to respect her and give her you know, her time, give her time to do what she want. Because I know at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be all right. You know, so I'm here just saying, you know, in everything that you do, Christ should get the glory in everything that you do. Because when Christ gets the glory in everything that you do, you know, at the end of the day, you can say, whoa, it was good waiting. The Bible said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eager. They shall walk and not be weary. Amen. They shall run and not faint. But you got to be patient. You got to be patient. Patient is a virtue, my family. And that virtue you can only get from God. I cannot get it from somebody else. I can only get it from God. So, I'm encouraging all of us here this, after, this morning to trust God in everything that you do. 
He will make a way for you. He will continue to be your provider. Because why? He loves us, so He's going to make sure He provides for us. He said He will supply all our needs according to His riches and glory. So the only way we can get our needs, be fulfilled or supply, is by knowing that we're putting our trust into God. If we don't put our trust and our faith in God, then of course we're not going to get We're going to have rough times, my friend. And I've been through rough times. But you know one thing and all, at the end of the day, I never turn my back on God. I never give up on God. There are times I couldn't pay my bills. But I still didn't give up on God. I still trust God. And if I should stay here this, this morning and explain to you how it happened, I wouldn't have enough time to tell you how it happened. But God is a way maker. He did it for me. And I can stand there as a witness and as a testimony that if He do it for me, He can do it for you. Because why? When the rain falls, what it do? It falls on the just and the unjust. You know, what goes around comes around. So if you trust God and do what God wants you to do, then God will make sure He will see you come through. But if you don't, then of course, you're not going to make it and be victorious. So I'm encouraging everyone here this afternoon, choose your own identity. Know what your identity is. And when you find what is it that is my identity, work on it. If all I do to keep fit is keep walking, Brother Tom, and I stop walking, I'm not going to keep getting fit, right? I'm going to have to exercise or do something. I I can't just sit there and expect to be healthy. Amen. So the Bible says, in all your ways, you should acknowledge Him. If you want to keep this physical man and sometimes I go down and I feel pain I'm like oh my god it's not me you know but you know we're going to go through these aches and pain and it's not that I'm not exercising I'm walking but it's the process that we go through life and all of us are going to go through process from the younger to the older but if we trust in God all things are possible with God God will make what feels impossible or seems impossible possible. Why? Because we are trusting God. And we know that our help cometh from the Lord. And this is why the Bible says we should cast all our cares upon Him. Why? Because He cares for us. So once you cast your care upon Him, then God will make sure He see you come through. Amen. So, give God your all. If you know you are a good walker or a good talker, keep talking. If you know that's not a part of what you love to do, then don't do it. Because it's not in your nature for you to do it. And if you find that someone come around you and you just like when you smile, keep smiling. Don't stop smile. Why are you going to stop smiling? Because when you do that, it brings joy to that person. And you don't know what that person is going through. That person could be going through a rough day and by you just going there and grinning. <laughs> it brings joy to that person. You don't know. And this is why we should love each other. You know, once we love each other, regardless. You know, it works sometimes, sometimes it don't work. But whatever your true identity is, keep working on it. Don't give up. Don't just say, okay, I did it here and it didn't work too well, so I'm going to stop. I'm going to back. I'm going to try to do something else. But if you find that that's where most of your strength lies at, keep doing it. Don't stop doing it. Because the more you do it, the better you come at what you do. What is that? Practice to become perfect? So the more practice you do, the more you get on doing it, Brother Tom, the more you get better in what you're doing. 
you know, so I'm encouraging all of us here this afternoon um, to, uh, you know, um, know what your true identity is. And when you find what your identity is, trust in God that God will see you through. God will be victorious. At the end of the day, you can say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou have kept the faith. You have put your all in all. I can see the way you express yourself. I can see the things that you desire to do. And God will continue to be, you know, the, what He wants to be in your life. Amen. 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 So at this time, you know, if there's anyone in here this afternoon that's wandering in your mind, how can I find my identity? Or what is my true identity? You may be saying, first, the only way I can find and know what my true identity is, is if I acknowledge God in my life. Now, this is going to be your relationship with God. The Bible said, except we repent, we shall all likewise perish. So if we are going to identify ourselves with God, if we're going to serve God with all our heart, we have to make sure we stop doing the things that are not pleasing to God and that are not going to give God the glory. So serve the Lord. Know what your true identity is. And when you find that true identity, continue to walk therein. Don't stop doing it. Because it's only what we do for Christ will last. You know, keep on serving God with all your heart. Even though it's going to get rough. And if you can only say, lift one hand and praise God. Just go ahead and lift the one hand and praise God. You know, if you can only move one foot around. Just go ahead and give God all the glory. Because why? God see the effort that you are making. But if you hold back the, yourself, God is not going to be able to impact what He wants to impact in your hearts and your mind. Amen. Amen. So we're going to invite you this afternoon just to stand with me for, amen, a few more seconds there. Praise God. And we're going to pray this afternoon, or this morning rather. Amen. Let's bow your heads with me. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for this time, Lord God. Knowing what our true identity is, oh God. We ask you, Lord God, this morning, oh God, that you will touch the hearers this morning, Lord God. Touch every person here this morning. Lord, let them know what their true identity is, Lord God. Help them, Lord God, to know, Lord God, what it is to serve you, Lord God. For, Lord God, you promise you will never leave us nor forsake us, Lord God. And I pray this morning, Lord God, your blessing, Lord God, will be upon every person that is in this place this morning. Those, Lord God, are in need, oh God, for a financial blessing, oh God, that you will open up that doors for them, Lord God. If it's a job that they need, Lord God, we'll claim it in Jesus' name, Lord God. Lord God, if it's healing, they need in their body, Lord God. 
reclaiming healing in their body, Lord God. If it's for a family member that is sick, Lord God, reclaiming healing in the name of Jesus, Lord God. For you promise, Lord God, if we cast all our cares upon you, Lord God, that you will heal and you will care for us, Lord God. Lord God, we give you all the glory and all the honor today, Lord God. We praise you and we worship you, Lord God, this morning. Father God, we ask you, Lord God, that you continue to pour out your spirit upon us, Lord God. Father God, we ask you, Lord God, that you will move upon us like never before, Lord God. And that we continue to give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your blessings, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, for your mercies, oh God. And we pray and ask you, Lord God, that you continue to be with us, Lord God. Help us to walk, Lord God, in the newness of life, Lord God. For you said you're going to prepare a place for us that where you are, Lord God, we may be also. And oh God, we ask you, Lord God, to help us, Lord God, to make heaven our home, Lord God. And that we continue to serve you with all our hearts and all our minds. Lord God, we praise your name this morning. Oh God, we lift up your name this morning. Come on, church, let's take a few more seconds. Let's just praise God this afternoon. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for your many blessings, oh God. We give you praise, oh God. We give you all the honors, oh God. We glorify your name, oh God, for you alone are worthy to the praise. Touch us today, Lord God. We magnify your name as we worship you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you right now, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you oh, hallelujah. can use anything, Lord, oh, hallelujah. Me. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, if you can use anything, Lord, oh, hallelujah. Come on, if you want to come to the house of the can come to the altar and pray for you this morning. And the Lord will touch your heart and 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 Oh, Father God, we ask you to Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Take my hand, my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. Hallelujah. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, let's sing it one more time. Hallelujah. If you can use anything, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Think about what you're saying this morning to the Lord. Can you use anything, Lord? Can you use me? Do you want God to use you this morning? Take my hands, Lord. Do you want the Lord to take your hands 
feet. You can take your feet as well. Let's see if you touch your heart and it will speak to you. Let's pull it Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pull it with us this afternoon. Father God, we truly thank you, Lord God.